No, don't press the thing. Oh, what are you doing? Don't press the thing. What are you doing? I pressed it. We're on. I need to go to the theme. We're on, Kelvin. I know we are. So let's play the theme tune. Let's turn that off. Everybody, hello, it's Kelvin here and Chris. Good evening. Chris there, very deep. Uh, so, yes, uh, hello everybody and welcome. Uh, as always, I'd like to open with a little introduction of how this show works. Uh, Chris here has got to try and entertain me, he's got to try and hold my interest and he does that with a bunch of topics, news stories and questions, things that he thinks will be interesting. And as soon as I grow bored with any one of those subjects, I ring my bell uh, and we move on to the next one on his list. Very simple. So, Chris, what is subject number one? What is topic number one? So, topic number one, Kelvin, is international news. <laughs> you see, if this is professional, we would have, we would have like... Someone would be we would sacked have somebody by We'd <laughs> somebody to sack. It's true, we'd somebody sacked. All of the people who helped, the T-boy, the producers, the, the producer, all of them gone. Everyone, all gone, all gone. Just us in an empty room talking to no one. Um, anyway, yeah, so, right, so that's right. that. International news. Um, I just wanted to emphasise it. it. Okay. Well, I'm doing it again. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to bring up the, the uh, story. It's on, on the interweb. The interweb. Um, where are we? Uh, it's basically... <laughs> I'll give you, the, I'll give you the, the headline. I'll see what you make of it. It's... Uh, Tokyo's oldest man has been dead for 30 years. I was drinking my tea, <laughs> but I'm going to... Right, okay. It, uh, basically, what people believe to be the oldest man in Tokyo... The uh, oldest man in the world or the oldest man in Tokyo? No, in Tokyo. Right. The oldest man in the world. <laughs> the oldest man in the world being dead right. for 30 years isn't a news story. Why is that not a news story? It's not because a news story. Would... Why is it more of a news story if the oldest man in Tokyo has died? Because... What difference does that make? No, because, because it it's would be more... a story. More... Because it's more likely, isn't it? Someone is likely to check on the, on the oldest man in the world. It's more interesting if it's less likely. The more unlikely something is, the more interesting it becomes. If you said, I've just seen an elephant, I'd go, oh, that's an interesting story. If you said, I just saw an elephant flying through the air, I'd go, fuck, fuck me, fuck. That's true. That would be my level of, my degree of reaction. Okay, anyway, yes. Yeah, so. Anyway, Tokyo's mm. oldest man mm. may have been there for, for 30 years. But basically, people went to congratulate him. Officials from Tokyo went to congratulate him on his 111th birthday. And uh, when they went into his room, they uncovered his mummified skeletal remains. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Lying on the bed. Right. Now, it, it gets better. Because did, they, basically, did they set off a bit late, maybe? Well, you see, it does say here... Um, hang on. Uh, officials grew suspicious when they went to honour Mr. Kato at his address in... Ad, I'm going to murder this, sorry. Adashi Ward. But his granddaughter told them he doesn't want to see anybody. Uh... Mr. Uh, Mr. Cato's relatives told police that he had been confi- that he confined himself in his room for more than thirty years to become a living Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. 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 And apparently he's been receiving his pension. How did they? So, how did they deter them? How did they? What was the girl living, doing? What was the the granddaughter doing? Become a living Buddha. And, you can't interrupt that. Don't interrupt becoming a Buddha because if you go in there and, and he's halfway and through. He's halfway through who knows what he'll turn oh, into? Oh, God. He could turn into some kind of, like, an undead god. Cthulhu. He could turn into Cthulhu. You don't know what he's going to become. It's absolutely, it's a very dangerous period, becoming a Buddha. 
Um, but she was setting herself up for trouble anyway, wasn't she, by saying that he was the oldest, the oldest man, in the Tokyo. oldest man in Tokyo. That was looking for trouble because you just knew, you knew that at some point someone was going to go, I want to go and see this oldest man. It's true. This living wanna, Buddha. This living Buddha. This li- Buddhist. That's I mean, Buddhist, you Buddhist. think would probably be interesting. <laughs> going and seeing a living Buddha. I mean, talk about drawing attention to yourself. I don't know. She took. She really took quite a risk using that. She did. Yes. Well, I'm wondering what other lies in history people might have come up with. What other things that people may have lied about? What sort of thing do you mean? Like... Well, I don't know. Like, for instance, I'm trying to think of an example. But basically, I put this. Up, I've never. I've never been to America, right? So you think someone might have lied about America? I'm, wor- I'm worrying. <laughs> Right, that okay. people may have lied to me about whether America about exists whether or not. Exist, completely. Look, I've seen I've seen programs about sure. it. Sure, but I don't know. I mean, no. I've never been to Switzerland. You've never been. I there. don't know. They're not all filmed in Switzerland. No. Do you know what I mean? Well, I've been to America. Oh, so, so that you, either you I am lying to you as part of this great conspiracy. Yeah. Or I was lied to about where I was. That's and what true. they did was they just decorated, they stick, you know, stick a few palm trees down or whatever. Yeah. And also, planes don't exist. No, it's just they sit you in a big cylinder yep. and they have a load of a people crane. outside going... Right, and then a crane, it lifts crane you up. And lifts it and it moves it from one point to another point on the airport. Oh my God, that's so horrible. What they do is they listen. They listen to the people sat on the so-called plane. Yeah. They listen to all the people and as soon as somebody says... I can't help but feel that the water down there looks an awful lot like tin foil. <laughs> and they go, quick, turbulence, turbulence. <laughs> so they all shake say, it. Yeah, yeah, please ask me safety words. Exactly. <laughs> as soon as they hear somebody saying something like that, or as soon as they hear somebody say, do you know what, I don't actually think that we're going, we're actually yeah. moving. What? I think those houses are made of Lego. Yes. <laughs> I, think, I think they're about four metres below us. I, and then, yeah. that's it. I think an enormous man just walked past the wing. What? How, what? <laughs> uh, turbulence! Turbulence! <laughs> That's how air crashes happen. That's how air crashes. No air crashes ever exist. It's when the it's people, people have discovered. Out, they found people out exactly. Someone panics and opens the door to jump out, and they jump out and they just fall four meters onto their face and go, ah, land in some Lego houses. Oh, that really, just crashing the Lego houses. Yeah. Oh shit! That really hurts. Yeah. Well, that's it. They have to, they go right. to stage an air crash. <laughs> gas them. <laughs> Release the gas. That night is announced on the news. A hundred people were killed in a plane crash today in Malaysia. You know, that's that's how it happened. That's what happens. Uh, right, so the, the next topic is going to be... Um, what makes a place home? You said that with such such weight. There was real yeah. drama in that. No, I mean, it's, it's a... It's unusual for you and I. You and I are not from this part of the world. We are from Great Britain. Well, we are. We're not. Not we are. We were born hundreds of miles away. That's true. Actually, funny when you say it like no, that. No, no, we, 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 we were born. We were born hundreds of miles away. Have, have in the no, south. In the south. In the of south of, of England. Nation. And now, but when now I go back to, but when I go back to see my parents, just that we should probably clarify because most people won't know that. You have to clarify that we, because now people are thinking, well, that if they lived in the south, did are they now living in the north or are they in the sea? No, we are in the north now. Yes. We were in the south. I, I'm, I, you are from Essex. Yes. I'm from Hertfordshire. Both very near London. Mm-hmm. We now live very near Manchester in yes. the county of Cheshire. Mm-hmm. But when I say I'm going back to see my family, mm-hmm. I say I'm, I'm going, going back. Home. I'm going back home. I do that as well. Yeah, but I haven't lived there. No. Since I was 19. And then when I'm down there, I say I'm going, I'm going, I'm going home next week. So exactly. Here. Exactly. So, yeah, okay. So my question is, 
what makes home? Because home, fundamentally, home will always be where you were brought up. It home, will be. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, that's kind of true. But I don't know if that is true, though. My home is the place I can put my underpants on the floor. Sure. I can't do that when I'm back home. No. See, I've, sh- done it there. I've just done it there. I've just done it there. <laughs> I can't do that when I'm at, at my parents' house. Yeah. Because... I, I, I feel like well, then my mum's going to have to clean sure. up my underpants. You can I point out you do I, that I, in would, my home. I would do it back then when I lived with them, but sure. I wouldn't do it now because now I, I wouldn't want my mum cleaning so my do underpants. Do you feel like a up. guest now? Do you feel no, like, you I don't like a guest. guest? No, not through there, but I just I, I just still feel I don't feel like I live there. I don't live there anymore. So I mean that's an accurate feeling to have. Sure. It would be weird for me to to for me to where, whichever building I was in for me to believe that's where I actually lived. <laughs> You know, dreadful. I mean, that, you'd be in a public toilet and yeah. you'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> Look at the state <laughs> of this place. <laughs> oh God, I can't have people around here. <laughs> what are you doing in my house? Get the hell out. Put that thing away. <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs> I, no, I suppose, you know, uh, the thing is, oh, what it, mm, mm. it's funny, isn't it? Because you know, I now probably find more in common with, with up here now. I have more roots here. I have more reason to be here. But it's not where I'm from. No. And if you ask me where home is, I would say back down south. It's and if, very uh, what about this? What if we were forced to evacuate the Earth because Earth was going to be destroyed? It was, right. It, it, it was destroyed. It was absolutely obliterated. Yeah. Right. And we are looking for another planet. We find a planet. We and we and we go and live on Mars. We we, yeah. we Where's home? Is home Mars or is home Earth? But Earth doesn't even exist anymore. Earth has been destroyed. It is debris. It's dust. You see, if it didn't, if it hadn't been destroyed, if it was still you there, still say it was I'd home. say, You'd say home. that's my home. That's home. I'm going. I'm, home. One of these days, I'm going to go home. Even though you live on Earth, Mars, but I'm on Mars now. But I'm going to go home. That's true. But you can't because it's been dis- it's been no. obliterated. So I think home is where your family is, perhaps. They were on the Earth. They were on Earth when it they, was they obliterated. obliterated. It's been destroyed. I'd have to start a new family and then call Mars home. Mars home. That's the thing. I mean, I'm not from Mars. So that's the thing, isn't but it? But it's home. But isn't that weird? Because I think that's another no, part that's of it. Is it's also about where you end up having a family. See, for example, you could say, oh, if my family, my parents are down south. And yet, once you've got kids and stuff, yep. that becomes your home. Because yeah. that's, that's your home because you've got a family yep. there. But then, what, how does having well, kids make a what, difference? Do you know what me? worries me? Mm. If there is a war, which is likely, mm. if there is a war between the north and south of Britain... Likely. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to choose who to fight for. That's a good point. I'd have to show them Your my son with the northern the north. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to show my son with the northern accent and go, look. Please don't shoot please, us. Please, I'm one of you if guys. If you want to kill me, you'll have to kill this little northern boy as well. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but of course, I'm like, but I'm from down there, so I don't want to wipe half off the map. I don't want to have to kill my own father with a bayonet. Exactly. <laughs> Do you see what I mean, though? It's not. Is it about the location? Is it about the buildings? Is it? You say it's about maybe where your parents live. But if I moved your parents, if I put your parents in a cannon and fired them in a random direction mm. towards the horizon, mm. and wherever they land, I will build a house. Is that now your home? Is that now your actual place that you refer to as home? Well, oh, guess... I'm going home to see my family. Or is it the empty building where once they? Well, I guess the simple fact is, if, if the house is destroyed. My home doesn't exist anymore. Really? My, so you're I, homeless. You've become homeless. You're I, homeless my now. my original home doesn't exist anymore. If I anymore. destroy your childhood home, even though you have a roof over your head, but now, my but, but my my the place I called home wouldn't be there anymore. In the same way that if my dog died, hmm. I, I still have its skeleton, but I don't have a dog anymore. 
Yeah, but you can have another dog, don't you see? No, I do. You can have a but new I can't dog. Claim, but I can't claim that... that no, you can't that say my... that dog anymore, but that's fine. That's a yeah. dead dog. That's a gone dog. Yeah, but when it's gone, I mean, I, you still you still have its earthly remains. Why? Why would you keep the remains no, of a dead dog? No, I'm saying that you bury them, but you know what I mean? They're, they're still... They're, under you your home still... or under the place where you live? <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's that. Uh, next topic. Okay. My next topic is one of Chris's hypotheticals. I kind of feel that's slightly grandiose. Maybe it deserves to be grandiose. Maybe it does. It, let's Maybe see what the does. story is. Okay, so uh, I've been thinking uh, a bit today about Jesus returning. Right. Okay. Well, you know, like you the think second. Well, you know, I, I I met some religious people at work, mm. and I was, and that got me thinking. I was thinking about, you know, because there is supposed to be a second coming of Christ, isn't there? It is prophesized that he will return at the end of days and and, and sort of mm, lead yeah. the people to to up to heaven or whatever. You can tell I don't know much about religion either. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, right? I was like, yeah not no. a great. I'm a yeah. I'm a jack of all trades and master of none. <laughs> yeah, That's my exactly, trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, I was wondering if he came back, would you follow him? I mean, Jesus. genuinely, he came back. I mean, a miraculous, you know, a, a beam of light. And, and Jesus steps out of it and says, Welcome, my child. I have returned. Hmm. Well, now, the first thing I say to that is that it would depend how he appeared. Because if he did what you just described, he appeared in a, if he appeared in a beam of light. Yeah. And then the light cleared and there was a man stood there. Then it would be, you could argue maybe some sort of special effects, you know, you, you, you are trained to be cynical now. You have, yeah. to, you have to be dubious because these days there's so many fake things on the internet, you yeah. would immediately doubt it. But if, you know, that would be slightly convincing. But if he just literally was just a man who turned up one day and said, oh, by the way, I'm Jesus. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Hi, I'm... And I'm, he was on like this morning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. You, turned on, you turned on this morning and... There's a man sat opposite them, and they, he says, oh, "Yeah, I'm Jesus. That's right. I think yeah, that's actually I'm, happened. That has actually. I think I'm I, I about to say. Yeah. I think I've seen that. Yeah. And he says, "You know, I'm Jesus." In that circumstance, no, I wouldn't. Be, no, no. What if he did miracles? But he did them like party tricks. Miracles like what? So he's holding a, a glass of water, yeah. uh, and he's sat there chatting away with Holly Willoughby, and just literally looks at the glass, and he shakes it a little bit, and it just goes straight into wine. And then start sipping on it. But you see, the thing is, in this day and age, you know, you can get magicians who can do that. You can. You get people like... Dynamo. Like, You're saying Dynamo gonna, might, be, dynamo might be the second coming of Christ. Like I would not be even vaguely surprised if I saw Dynamo or or the guy okay. who... What's the guy who used to be a magician and now just sits in boxes? David Blaine. Or David Blaine. It's the kind of thing David Blaine used to do. No, like, that's why? true. All right, so he... You know, he I'm trying to think of a miracle because Jesus' miracles weren't great. They no, weren't he cures, great. He cures a blind People man. People had a lower standard for their miracles. That's true, actually. They did, didn't they? That's the thing. You'd have to account for inflation. That's true. Now, you would have to allow for something much, much more impressive. So it couldn't be something like, oh, I'm going to make, I'm going to feed a lot of people with, with one loaf of bread. Or, I mean, he couldn't just walk on water anymore. He'd water ski on <laughs> his sandals. To, he'd have to do some really uh, elaborate water skiing thing with. Yeah. F- he 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 splits into fourteen Jesuses and they form into a triangle okay. and then they, he skis over the walls. The only way you could justify okay. it now because because a standard walking on water, you know, Paul Daniels did that. It would be a real struggle. It would be a real, it? It would be a real uphill struggle, really. But let's say he did. Let's say. Let's say, let's let's say, say he, he arrives. Choral music on a beam of light, or, and you and like the mountain this- rises up to meet them. Perfect. There, yeah, mountain there rises are. up to meet them, and he walks down with all the trees bowing as he walks down. All okay. the trees bow 
at his majesty. Yeah. And he comes down and he says, Kelvin, I want you to follow me. Right. Will you follow me, my child? Right, okay. Well, in that case, I suppose you'd have a difficulty, which is that even though I myself do not believe in God or mm. any of those sort of things, if that happened, I would have to, I would have to completely reevaluate. I'd have to say, you, you know what? I didn't believe, but I've just seen what is effectively the impossible. I've just seen what, he, what can only be described as a miracle. Of course. And I have to believe that this guy is, is potentially Jesus. Maybe yeah, he's Jesus. Maybe he is actually what he says. Maybe he's okay. what he claims to be. So, so I got... suppose, and I, and I would think to myself, well, I don't want to go to hell. No, I no, no. Hang, well, he hell. Wants, well, hang on. He wants you to be his new follower, his new disciple. I want, right? You're going to be, be one, one of the disciples. disciples. One of the disciples, or the right. new disciples, right? You have to follow him around and you see him performing these incredible miracles everywhere he goes. More elaborate miracles, but genuinely okay, yeah. things you cannot yeah, yeah. you cannot explain any other way other than this man is yeah. magic. Yeah, this man is divine. He has the, the ability to, to He can to make himself go really tall. Yeah. Oh yeah, really tall. I mean we're talking like eight or nine feet. He can do that thing like Michael Jackson does in the smooth Inst- criminal video where he can make himself tilt to like forty five degrees. Yeah. He can do that and everyone goes, Whoa, that yeah. is that's how the fuck do you do that? In fact, every time he drinks, he doesn't tip the glass up. Yes. He literally just holds the glass to his face and then leans backwards forty five degrees. <laughs> So the water goes yeah. into his mouth, just, and then he leans forward again. He drinks by putting the glass on top of his head, and then the water goes. Just it just gets, sinks into his head. Exactly. Really impressive kind of tricks. Yeah. Really impressive. Really impressive things. Things. Yeah. So you follow him then. Yeah. Right? Okay. I believe. You start to follow him. You believe. You start to follow him. Mm-hmm. But then he starts to be just a little, little bit of a bastard. Right, he's a bit of a bastard. Yeah, a bit of a bastard. Yeah, he's a bit of a bastard. I'm Jesus, I can do what the fuck I want. I can do what I want, mate. Don't push me. No. You know? In fact, somebody says, uh, one of the disciples, your other disciple says, Tom, you're being a bit of a bastard here. Mm. I'm not sure. I don't think you should have kicked that old woman up the arse. Yeah. Would you still follow him? Um... It's a, now, I must admit, it's a very difficult situation I find myself in. Because if there's one bully you don't want to stand up to, it's God. Yeah, absolutely. Because he has the ultimate... He's he got have, form. Yeah. The Old Testament, he's got form. Yeah, he you has. I mean? And, and you, don't want to get, you don't want to get on his bad side. No. Now, I mean, <clears throat> again, what, I mean, what choice do you have in this? The, I suppose the thing is... I suppose the question is, how evil would Jesus have to get before I would start thinking about maybe maybe he's not Jesus maybe he's not Jesus is Jesus really eccentric and testing me yeah or is he actually like is it Satan am I, am I following ah. and serving Satan and that's how he managed to he well got they the did later. say false prophet that's who can thing. do miracles and I'm starting to wonder now because I, I mean would he, if what he if starts, you did it what if, if you went, say, if Jesus if Jesus if I go in to visit Jesus one day and he is sat on a throne of nude boys <laughs> Writhing beneath him, eating grapes, and he waves and he waves at the girls in his swimming pool and says, Don't worry, dears, I'll be there soon. I'll be along soon with my calming oils. I mean, how, how evil would Jesus have to get? I don't know. Because he's the one that says, You get into heaven, you go to hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the one that makes his decision. Mm-hmm. I want to be on his good list. And even if they shot him up, He'd just drink a glass of water and all the water all the would, water out would the squirt out of the holes. Yeah, like in the old and films. He'd, laugh. Oh, he'd just laugh. He'd say, you can't hurt me. I shall rise again. More powerful than you ever could imagine. Yeah. And he would come back and he would be, he would be even more terrifying. 
Like just crushing, like a massive just Jesus. Just with his sandals, just walking <laughs> like, through New York and just yes. crushing everything like under his sandals. Like an enormous Jesus stomping yeah. through Tokyo, smashing <laughs> buildings and roaring. I meant to this! <laughs> uh, next topic. Next topic is Chris Persuade. I don't think there is a sting for this, but by all means, look. I will look. Um... Uh, basically, Kelvin, in this section, I am going to try and persuade you to watch something that I am enjoying on either uh, television or the internet or something like that. And this week, I have chosen One Born Every Minute. Which is? It's a programme about a maternity unit. Mm-hmm. And it follows expectant parents from them sort of coming in to give birth through to the actual giving birth process. And it has their stories and things. Mm-hmm. But... It is, well, to say it's graphic, it's like something, uh, it's like hostile. Okay. It's... What's the appeal of it, though? I mean, I, I mean... Well, I think it's... it's... Just, just to, I mean, full disclosure, you're having a kid, aren't you? I am, you're, indeed. You're, you're, you're I, am, I am due one in December. Due, and if, was, if there was one thing I could have watched beforehand to put me off it, yeah. it was one born every minute. I yeah. should have watched it earlier. So is that why you're watching it? Because you're curious about... Well, I am, but I probably would have watched it anyway, because I find the whole thing sort of terrifyingly fascinating see it's interesting you said that you said terrifyingly fascinating you didn't say beautiful you didn't say oh it's not beautiful you didn't say no. oh the whole the, you know I watch it because the the process is the most miraculous thing in the world. because those are all lies no those absolutely are, those are things that people say to justify the fact that they go through agony and drop a disgusting slimy lump out of a hole from Correct. their body you have to at least tell yourself Oh well, at least it was a magical experience. It was worth it. It was worth it. It, it was the most amazing experience yeah. of my life. It's going to cost me forty grand yeah. a year yeah. for the rest of my life. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and the thing is, though, I, I mean, I have got to the age now at thirty-one where all of my friends on Facebook or anyone that I went to school with, all of them are having babies. Right? I have seen so many people holding disgusting, shriveled, little misshapen blobs in their arms. And saying, you know, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. No! No! No. What is wrong with people? No. Again, that's a classic example of people People have to say that. Because they can't be honest. They can't I say what everybody thinks, be. which is that your baby is disgusting. It is a disgusting, shriveled little creature. I think babies are ugly. Especially in the very first few, first few days. The first few, like, days, weeks of a baby... They are repulsive to look at. I'm telling you now, Chris, when you have that baby, don't you dare, don't you dare ask me to look at your baby in the first few weeks because I will be physically sick on it if I have to. Babies look like the mummified remains of an ancient Sumerian. They are disgusting. Everyone goes, oh, he looks just like your dad. Oh, he looks just like you. Oh, he's gorgeous. Look at his beautiful blue eyes. Nobody says, oh, he looks like your arm when you had your cast off. Nobody says that. Isn't it funny? Why we, can't people be honest? Isn't it funny how people find some baby things adorable mm. and some other things not pleasant Disgusting. at all? Like people say, oh, look at that baby kitten. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. No one says that about a maggot. No. Look at that baby fly. Oh, no. look at him. But I'll, say say, this. Oh, my- but I'll say this. A kitten is a, a, a thousand times cuter than a human baby. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I can tell you now, because I wouldn't mind a little picture of a kitten. Picture of a kitten, adorable. Picture of a puppy, less so than a kitten, but it's still I fairly adorable. Yeah. A human baby is revolting. It's like a little piglet. 
a septic old woman. It's, that's what it's like. It's like the calloused elbow of an old woman, three weeks dead, not yet discovered. Do you know what I mean? That's what babies look like. And I hate the fact that nobody's honest about it. And do you know what, right? If I ever had a baby and I had a little ugly baby, which is basically all babies, if I ever had a normal baby, which is de facto ugly, and someone came up to me, my mother came up to me and said, oh, what a beautiful baby. Oh, he's beautiful. He's beautiful. I would then, I would then start distrusting her about everything relating to the baby. Because if she can't even be honest about the most obvious and most apparent fact, which is that the baby is a disgusting thing to look at, then I don't trust them in anything. I, don't, I wouldn't trust her to look after the baby. I wouldn't trust her to, to, to get, offer me advice on what, what, how mm. you should look after the baby or, mm. or what, you know, or any of this. I would not trust somebody who told me that my baby was a cute baby... I wouldn't trust them with anything relating to that baby. The only person that I would trust with my baby and whose opinions I would value is the person who comes up to me and says, that is an ugly baby. You, you'd trust that person. But I, that's the person if I would trust. They, the they look upon your child and they vomited yes. all down it. <laughs> oh, that's improved it, the disgusting little pruny shit. <laughs> I want to. I want to just. You want the midwife to be like that. You want the midwife. I wouldn't trust a midwife. I wouldn't trust a midwife that saw my baby and said, "You should be very proud. He's a what a handsome young baby." I would only trust the 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 advice of a midwife who said, "Here's your ugly baby." Like all the rest, like all the yes. rest I've delivered. Yes, he is as hideous as all the rest. <laughs> like all babies, yeah. he looks he looks the same as all other babies. Do you want me to lock him away for the first three months? <laughs> Until he grows into something right. resembling a human. <laughs> that's right, Chris. That's what, that's that's what the they should say. Yes. That's so true. And I want to say, I'm not a sociopath. I'm not saying you should kill all babies. No, no. I'm not saying I don't like babies. I don't like babies. Babies are boring. Babies, that's the other thing. Babies are boring, oh. boring things. They are so boring. People say, oh, my baby had a personality. My baby had a personality. <laughs> but I'm telling you, your baby does not have a personality. Your baby is the personality of a whining, whinging, precocious arsehole who feels that the world revolves around it. That is the personality of your baby. So you then? Yeah, me. <laughs> your, your baby has the personality of me. And that is not a personality you want to be holding up and sort of saying, you know, pay tribute to my baby's personality. <laughs> I think you came across out of that well-rounded. <laughs> I think I came out of that very well, I think, well, yeah, I think, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. Oh well, um, it's all right. I don't want kids really. So no. Uh, and uh, by the way, you know when you said you don't want to see it for the first three weeks, believe me, I'm going to want to boost its immune system <laughs> before I bring it anywhere near this festering cesspool. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Right. Well, I think that's us pretty much sorted. So uh, let's just wrap this up. Uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, by all means, follow us at uh, all the usual places: uh, Twitter, uh, we are Radio Face Comedy; YouTube, we are Radio Face Comedy; and Facebook, uh, Radio Face Comedy. So the same on all of them, basically. And uh, and that's it. So thank you for listening, and uh, and thank you, Chris, of course. Thank you for for Welcome. giving me these topics. Uh, and until next time, bye bye. Bye. <laughs>